1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for
0: everyone. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff
1: from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, Scott, can can you hear me? What up, Ben? <laughs> What's up, Ben? Yeah,
0: man? See, see how cool I am? Yeah. Yeah, you know Maybe we should go by our DJ names today. We should go by our DJ Yeah, games. I've been thinking like maybe uh, I could be like Grandmaster B. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Vitamin B. Nice, nice. How About you you're Ben Bolin, so uh DJ Bebo. There we go. Got DJ know, Bebop. That's not that like Bebop, Yeah, Bebo. yeah Sure. Ben Bolin, Bebo. Hang on,
1: let me turn this down. Good idea. All right. All right, now okay. we can speak. You can hear each other. Today we're going to talk about sound systems in cars. We're not going to talk about The factory sound system
0: you No, and not even how to do it really. I mean because there's so many different uh, professionals out there and the Mm -hmm. way that they do things varies greatly. Mm -hmm. um, And people are going to argue about what the best setup is and who makes the best equipment, et cetera. I got to tell you, when we talked about doing extreme sound systems or just talking about car audio anyways, I had no idea what was out there, Ben. It's huge. I'm living way, way, way in the past apparently – as far as car audio um, innovation goes,
1: mm-hmm. and it's a thriving community that is so large and varied and independent
0: that it could almost be considered separate from vehicles. You know, yes, it could because there's a lot of places now that do just car audio, and that's mm. uh, you know. That's been around a long, long time. I mean, people were putting in cassette tapes, you know, or, or um, a track players, or you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. AM radios into cars, and they were, you know, the, the car audio place, but mm-hmm. not nearly as specialized as they are, you know, now in 2011. Right. We've got sophisticated, bleeding edge technology. That bleeding ear technology. Bleed,
1: oh, Scott Benjamin, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that <laughs> was you. nice. Thank um, you very much. So, as we need to put this caveat out. Uh, as our producer Casey will gladly assure you, uh neither Scott nor myself are audio people. Correct. We're, yeah, we're not experts. Yeah, we're we're not experts, so we're not, not to be Yeah, we're not gonna go into <laughs> uh we're not gonna go too far into trying to um enter the fray about which setup is superior.
0: No, and and direction and uh you know competitions and things mm-hmm. like that. We, we're just not gonna get into how exactly to build up a vehicle to do this. That's not that's not what we're talking about. What I want to talk about today is I think that um you know I I boy, you know, back when I was, you know, kind of in not really even into car audio, but I'm gonna say like high school age, college age. Sure. You know, anybody that had a great sound system, they had a subwoofer that was, you know, kind of small, mm-hmm, um, you know, maybe mm-hmm. six-inch subwoofer. Yeah. Uh, they had, you know, a sound system that cost them probably $1,000, which was a big, big deal at the time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a graphic equalizer of some kind. And, uh, you know, now we're talking about computer-operated systems with mm-hmm. hard drives and, um, you know, they've got 18-inch subwoofers mm-hmm. um, and stacks of them. And stacks um, of amps. Stacks of amps included, yeah. I mean, amps were always around, but mm-hmm. now that we're talking about multiple. And, and by mm-hmm. multiple, I mean 30, mm-hmm. 35 sometimes in some cases. Um, cars that – uh and I didn't know this either. Some of these cars, Ben, for show, not drivable. Which blew me away. Yeah. You I had no idea. You can't drive the car. It's strictly an audio machine. It's it's a stereo on wheels. <sighs> So basically
1: what we're doing in this episode is taking some time to talk about how extreme the ultimate sound systems can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we've I, it sounds like we've actually got a
0: little bass bump in the studio that's here. right I heard something going on there but um yeah that's the thing is that you know this bass sound is what everybody's shooting for now this right. is this is kind of the thing and and this is no secret you know when you're mm-hmm. in, in traffic you'll hear somebody with a, a car next to you that is so loud that mm-hmm. you can feel your car vibrating uh, yeah that's that's the that's the effect they want they want to get that feel from their vehicle mm-hmm. um, from their sound system rather they, they want to feel the bass in the vehicle mm-hmm. um, can you imagine what that feels like like inside, that's that's the first thing. Second thing is you know you got to talk about long term hearing loss. Sure. Short term hearing loss, which right. you know is is almost assured. Um, it, what does it do to the vehicle itself? Because <laughs> as I was watching some of these videos, I mean, we saw cars that were vibrating themselves apart, and we saw cars that were waving, not shaking, like rolling. <laughs> The material of the vehicles appeared to be rolling. Yeah, it's it's moving with the the base flex, which is mm-hmm. the, uh, the the amount of. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess a simple way to put this would be the amount of air that a bass speaker displaces. Yeah, yeah. So it's the motion. You know, when you see those great big subwoofers mm-hmm. um, vibrating, you know, pounding up and down with the bass. Yeah. It's moving air. And let's keep in mind, air is pretty much a fluid, so it moves like a liquid does. Mm-hmm. So it's moving through in a waveform, and it's actually moving. Body panels of the vehicle, it's moving all the seals of the vehicle mm-hmm. and the people inside the vehicle <laughs> yes. at, at, with that with that motion. And right. I I didn't know that this was even happening because I've been in um you know not been I don't mean back in the day um <laughs> I've been in some loud clubs you know where you could feel <laughs> the bass and you know you could or a concert you know where sure. you're, you're up front yeah. it's a loud concert mm-hmm. and you can feel it of course you know you feel the pressure against your clothes you feel it on your chest you mm-hmm. feel it in your ears of course um. This goes way beyond that. If you're watching any kind of these, uh, any kind of these YouTube videos that that are out there now, you're gonna find bass systems that make people jump out of the vehicle because it's so startling when it happens. Um, you're gonna find uh, people that, well, their hair flies up and down with the, the uh, with the beat, with the beat. Yeah, exactly. The the base, you know, the the air that's moving mm-hmm. in and out of the vehicle, it's bringing the person's hair in and out of the vehicle with it. Um, you're going to see, like, like the video you showed me, Scott, The you're going to see phone books ripped apart. Yeah, that's it. This, this is right. The and there's one guy in particular that you're going to find a lot of videos from, and his name is Steve Meade. M-E-A-D-E. A yeah. big shout-out to you, Steve, yeah, by the exactly. way. Yeah, exactly. This is really cool what Steve yeah. does, and he, he doesn't do this professionally, he points out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve Meade, um, again, it's M-E-A-D-E. Uh, if you do a search for him on YouTube, you're going to find a ton of car audio videos mm-hmm. that uh, will amaze you if you're not familiar with any of this because it did me. I, this is this is where this really piqued my interest.
1: Right now, these things look almost like science experiments, and mm-hmm. in, in the, the you'll see these fairly short, to the point clips mm-hmm. where it's. Steve Meade standing, you know, outside of the rear of his vehicle, Mm -hmm. you know, with the hatchback open or where he's sitting in the vehicle with another passenger (laughs) who sometimes can't stay in the car. Who they call the victim. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I'll go ahead and warn you guys that, you know, because it is YouTube, um, and because they're using conventional, like, Normal microphones will not work to record this level of noise. No. So a lot of what
0: you're going to hear is doesn't sound the way it will in real life. No, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like wind. Yeah, it sounds just, like a jittery mic. You just hear wind and that's because of the, the air that's being pushed in and out of these speakers, past past the microphone. Um, in the vehicle, supposedly you're able to to hear what's going on, you know, you're able to pick mm-hmm. it up. You know, at the mm-hmm. human threshold, you're able to, to just hear this this bass tone. Yeah. Um outside the vehicle, you're gonna feel it, of course. And it does shake the vehicle. But when they really I mean, you know, they got it cranked up pretty loud and you can still hear it, mm. but when that bass tone kicks in, that's when you hear the, the uh Really, it's exactly. It's a it's a rhythmic pulsing that sounds like wind. It's like a it's like a rhythmic wind yeah. that you hear. It's really weird, and um, that's just because they can't get it to pick up on the microphone. So you know, mm. apparently it sounds good in in real life. That sound quality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing that they shoot for in these car audio systems too. The sound quality. They want to be able to hear what's going on. It's not just loud and distorted, but it's, right. it's quality sounding music which some
1: some of our listeners you may not believe that people are chasing sound quality cuz I'll tell you uh living <laughs> in the states and going in traffic in a city one of the things that does annoy me is when someone has uh, a very loud or robust speaker system with a subwoofer but they haven't taken the time or had just the self-respect for their vehicle mm-hmm. to uh get to get it structurally sound, yeah. you know, there's, there's a world of difference between even, even if it's music I don't care for, or even if I think it's too loud or something like that, there, there's a huge world of difference between a properly, seriously, a, yeah. a, a properly constructed sound system and one that somebody has just duct taped or put some spit and prayers into their trunk and not close their
0: trunk all the way. Sure, a couple of wood screws that hold the speakers down in the back oh, deck. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah it, there's a big, big difference between that and and what we're talking about because um, SPL, which is sound pressure level, and then mm-hmm. there's SQ, which is sound quality, and those are two things that um, you know these builders go for and there are actually SPL calculators online that you can access and find out you know exactly what kind of system you'd be building and that's one thing that Steve Mead's videos do up front is they they point out you know all the vehicle stats yes what year the vehicle is who owns it because mm-hmm. he does this on the side it's not his day job he does something else um this is just a hobby of his which right. you can't imagine when you look at this stuff you'd think he's a professional mm-hmm. um you know he's building these in a warehouse somewhere um, but he'll mention, you know, how many watts the system has, how many subwoofers it has, and what size. All you know, the components. We're yeah. talking like eight eighteen-inch subwoofers right. in some of these vehicles, yeah. and you know, some of the vehicles have thirty thousand watts of power, um, twenty-five thousand, you know, thirty thousand. That's not unheard of in his world. Mm-hmm. Um, how many alternators the vehicle has? Because um, three hundred fifty amp alternators, one's not going to do it. Yeah, it's a heck of a pull. And, you know, he's got like several. He may have like three. 350 amp alternators, you know, wired in sequence, uh, to make this thing work. So, you know, they show you under the hood. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. um, they'll have, you know, multiple batteries. You know, sometimes they may have five, seven, ten batteries, uh, to power this thing. And that's another big deal is that they don't want to have voltage drop over this whole thing. So when the car's running and the system's on, they've got voltage meters inside the vehicle that show them how many volts the batteries are carrying and how, how strong it is because, you know, the, the less, Uh, Voltage that you have going to the system, the weaker it's going to be. And we also have
1: to point out that all of Mister Mead's vehicles, as far as we know, are drivable. Yeah, yeah. Which, which again, blows my mind. And and you know, any of our (laughs) any of our listeners who are into extreme sound systems, I, I want, I would love to hear more about how these
0: vehicles are transported to and from. Do you, do you just tow them the way that you would tow a race car? I think they go into a trailer because I watched something Ben called, um, and and would be remiss if we didn't mention this. What's that? Decibel drag racing. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, about this. it's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. Decibel drag racing is, you know, they, they try to see who can get the highest level of decibels out of their vehicle. There's a, mm. you know, they place a microphone in the vehicle at a certain point and they direct all the sound to that. These cars mostly are not drivable mm-hmm. and they just use a single tone. They're meant to play a single tone. Um, and the the idea is to get that tone perfect, you know, exactly perfect and exactly positioned right at that microphone. And it's kind of a, uh, just a guessing game, really, at a certain point. Uh, but it's, it's a really, really quick, um, well, they call it the, the, the burp is what they call it. It's a test tone that they, that resonates between 30, uh, 30 hertz and 70 hertz. So we're talking about a pretty low bass level here. Mm. And, um, they have – I think they said they have like 10,000 competitors in 2003, and I don't know if they're still doing this, this decibel racing or not. I think people are still involved with something like this, but it's really a, a weird competition. I'll tell you, it's not all that exciting to watch unless you're competing in it, I think,
1: mm, because mm-hmm. they
0: pull the vehicle up to the stand. They put the microphone in place, and then they play this test tone. Do the burp. And it's instantly – registers, you know, and it may go up just a couple of times because they can't play these for more than just a couple of seconds. Without the system destroying itself, right? Yes, because the heat, the heat that something like this generates, they they generate something like it it can get up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit in in a matter of two or three seconds. So they play this just for maybe a second at a time and then shut it off and then wait and wait and wait for it to cool and then turn it on and turn it off. And they do this a few times until they get this, this tone to measure whatever the decibel level is. And they go for the highest decibels, of course. Mm-hmm. And the world record, you want to hear what the world record is? Yes. Okay. And there's a little bit of something that goes along with this. So All okay. right. The world record right now, um, according to the uh, you know, my latest notes here, is uh, 181.6 decibels. Really? Okay. Now that's that's pretty loud. Yeah. And to give you an idea of how loud that is. <laughs> oh, do we have a comparison? I've got a uh, a list here, a decibel equivalent table. Oh, you're the man. Go and, for it. Um, oh boy, I tell you, this is this is something because now remember that one eighty one point yeah. six. Okay. Yeah. As I go up in these numbers here, and I'm only going to read a few of these. I'm not going to go you know number by number, but it has a lot of different things here, you know, like lawn mowers and, mm-hmm. and conversation and dropping a pin and that. Just type do of like thing. the greatest hits, weird okay. ones. Yeah. Sixty decibels, normal conversation. Fair enough. So we're talking right now 60 decibels. Okay, we're okay. 60 decibel, folks. Um, let's see, 116. I'm going to jump all the way up to 116. Alright. Human body begins to perceive vibration from low frequencies. So you get, begin to feel uh, the vibrations. Ah, 116. One, 116. Okay. 128 is the loudest human scream. And you know how loud that can be. I mean, yep. you've been in a room with somebody who has let out a, a blood-curdling scream before, right? Um, you know, at a um, Halloween horror house or <laughs> house, don't, of,
1: don't, house of horrors, I should say. Don't take this the <laughs> wrong way and don't ask me any <laughs> questions, but
0: yes, several times. <laughs> Sorry, man. I still left. Uh, I didn't mean that. I meant, uh, you know, like a scary house. Okay, scary house. Okay. So uh, 133, mm-hmm. uh, 133 decibels. That's yeah. a gunshot, Ben. Man. So a gunshot, and you know how a lot of gunshot is. A lot of people wear ear protection. Mm -hmm. Gunshots can make you go deaf. You're required to wear uh, ear protection on ranges, actually. Correct. Yeah, but 140 decibels, that's the threshold of pain for all frequencies. That's where you begin to feel pain in your ears. After which you feel physical pain. Physical pain at 140. Wow. Okay. Okay. 141. So we're only going up one decibel from that point. Sure. You begin to feel nauseous after a few minutes from noise. Man, it, it's it's shaking your body so much that you feel nauseous. You feel sick.
1: That's crazy.
0: Talk. Um, okay. Okay. One hundred and forty-four. Your nose itches because the hairs inside your nose vibrate. Weird. Uh, One hundred and forty-five. Your vision blurs because your eyeballs are beginning to vibrate in the sockets. Okay. Yeah. I know you get the, you get blurry vision at one forty four. You're shaking, shaking like a rag though. One forty five. Okay, I'll go through these kind of quick because it is a longer list than I thought. But um, I'm just hoping it's not like the human body disintegrates at one seventy. <laughs> you know, like, um, We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> one fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the sensation of being compressed as if you're underwater. Just from the force you of the sound vibration? 150, you feel like you're underwater. And have you ever put on uh, waders and waded into the water? Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what a weird feeling that is when, yeah. you're, when they compress around your legs? Yeah. That feeling, all or in a wetsuit, you jump into the water. That's what it feels like. And it's, oh man, but it's all over your face But too. that sound, it's every inch of your body. Wow. Okay. Uh, 152, uh, vibration is painful. So remember we talked about your body mm-hmm. starts to vibrate. Now it becomes painful and you feel it in the joints of your body. It's now your body in addition to your ears. Exactly. Okay, 153, your throat is vibrating so hard that it's impossible to swallow. You can't swallow at 153? You can't swallow at 153. Wow. Uh, 154, Uh it will break a balloon, like a child's balloon. If you Uh have a balloon in the room, it will pop the balloon. As if that kid is not already having a terrible (laughs) time. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, here's a good one. 155? Yeah. You experience cooling from excited air movement up to fifteen degrees Celsius. Whoa! I know it drops the temperature in the area that you're in because it's so cool uh, because of the mov- movement of the air. Wow! Okay. Um, later, that's counteracted. Uh, one sixty-three. That's the same as an NHRA top fuel dragster. You know, the five or th- yeah, yeah. the seven thousand horsepower dragsters. Mm-hmm. That's around one sixty-three decibels, and you know everybody there's wearing ear protection. Yeah, and that's just deafening, even with it. 163 is also, it's possible to break glass at that level. So, you know, when you hear people, you know, they they do a little test where they set up a a meter and they have somebody sing and try to break glass. Oh, yeah, the opera singers or whatever. It's not going to happen. 163 is the, uh, the glass breaking level. Mm -hmm. Um, get this. 172, fog is created from the noise. Weird. 172 decibels. Fog is created. depend It depends on the temperature and the dew point and the humidity in the area that you're in. But can you imagine turning on your sound system in your car and fog appears?
1: Right. Like that wouldn't work in Death Valley, but it would make it would cause traffic problems here. Seattle.
0: Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That yeah. explains it. It's cool and you know whatever. Yeah. Okay. 174. Um. This is where it counteracts. Air begins to heat up due to compression. So you know, in between 155 and 174, it either what well, cools off and then it heats up again. So the frictive force, yeah, it, heats, the up, it okay. heats up the air. So it gets hot. Um, okay, then we're up to the 181, and you know, before that even is a pound of TNT at 15 feet. That's that's 180, and this is this is 181.6 is the world's loudest car stereo. So this sounds. Louder than an explosion. Than a pound of dynamite at 15 feet. Louder than a gun. Mm-hmm.
1: Loud enough to cause
0: serious physical problems. Yes, yes. And that kind of ties in with you know the, the videos that we were watching where we'll, – we'll tell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you tell that in a second. Okay, here. yeah. But, um, at 19 – now we're going past this, okay? All right. Um, at 183, which is not much – you know, higher than, than the f- loudest car stereo mm-hmm. on a large scale. So if you had this in a, in a city, total destruction of all structures. Wow. I know. So yeah, it they, could be a weapon. Particle velocity of 180 miles per hour is possible at that point. Man. So it blow things apart at about 180 miles an hour.
1: So when we hear these statistics and these
0: numbers, it doesn't seem so unrealistic for a phone book to get ripped apart. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I mean you've got eardrums rupture at 195. You've got Um, – here you go. 202 decibels, death from sound wave. What a way to go. Death from sound wave. Yep, just the shock of the sound wave could kill you. And uh, or not could, would kill you. Yeah. Um and if you want to hear about some of these uh like I've only got two more really. There's yeah, a there's yeah. a ton of these. I'm I'm skipping a bunch of these. Mm-hmm. Um two hundred and eighty-six uh, decibels, that was Mount St. Helens volcanic eruption. That's how powerful that was. Two hundred and eighty-six. So that's way, way up there. Yeah. That's another hundred decibels beyond uh the car stereo. That so if you about. were standing there and mm-hmm. somehow didn't die
1: from uh the the eruption, mm-hmm. the sound could have killed you. The sound
0: could have killed you at a certain distance. That's wow. correct. That's correct. And um, in uh, 1883, remember mm-hmm. Uh Am I saying that right? Uh, Krak- Krakatoua. 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 Krakatoo. What did I say? It sounds like cockatoo. <laughs> like a bird. OK. So Krakatoua? Go for it. Yeah, whatever. How do, you, how do you think you say it? Anyways, volcanic eruption, 1883. Yeah. 310 decibels, Ben. That's what they estimate this, this was, because they didn't Jeez. measure it at the time, right? But, um, here's what it did. It cracked foot-thick concrete at 300 miles away, created, it could create a 3,000-foot tidal wave, and it could be heard 3,100 miles away. Um, the barometers fluctuated wildly at 100 miles away and recorded levels 190 decibels at that distance. It threw rocks to a height of 34 miles so that's miles miles, 34 miles in the air is how how high that through rocks now i know we've gone way off on a tangent here but but still that's crazy that gives you an idea of the power inside the cars now when we talk about 181 Mm -hmm. some of those things that we mentioned before that when you're talking about thresholds of pain and and hearing loss and the air heating up and creating fog and um just some of the dramatic things we talked about loss of vision yeah yeah exactly you can't you can't swallow Yeah, Uh, those are those are serious things. I mean, I I I know why people do it. They do it because they can. It's fun. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's challenged to build. And it's also
1: a very short burst. Yeah, exactly.
0: The biggest and best and all that. You know, but um, the the ones that we're talking about, I don't know what the decibel levels are of like Steve Mead's cars, Mm -hmm. but they're way way up there because we saw some shocking videos of what he can do with it. It's almost like tricks, right? Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. It's exactly, um, it's
1: exactly like a trick because I, I think he knows as well, because these are showcases for the power of these sort of sound systems. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the reasons that we're focusing on this guy in this podcast is really because of those videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are worth your time. Can I tell him about one of the coolest ones? Please do. One you, okay. Now you showed me this one, Scott, uh, in one of these videos, uh, This guy takes, hops in the driver's seat of his car, and he has five empty water bottles, Mm -hmm. uh, one tucked on each finger of his left hand, Mm -hmm. uh, so his hand is by the window. He begins, uh, playing the sound system he has, and, you know, he lets it play for a little while without turning the bass to its full capacity. Mm -hmm. And then when he turns it up, a very strange thing happens. The bottles float the sound is powerful enough through a, a principle called acoustic levitation that they float two of them fall out of the field
0: yeah because he has the window cracked
1: he has the window cracked yeah it's like the air vent for the vehicle mm-hmm. and so two of them fall kind of with that vent mm-hmm. and then the other three are suspended. By sound
0: and air alone. Yeah, they're kind of dancing around Mm -hmm. in the window. Yeah. They're not just hanging there. They're, They're jumping around with the beat of the music. Yes. It's really incredible to watch. It's really kind of cool. It's a neat, it's a neat thing to do. And I've seen imitators online or maybe they were first. I don't know, but, mm-hmm. um, it's just this real interesting phenomena that, that happens that, you know, you're, you're able to do this and, and right at that particular point, for whatever reason, it's just right, right there. Right. It's just almost
1: like an eddy in a fast moving river or yeah, something yeah, where exactly. the water collects. Now, acoustic levitation is basically, um, You know, basically the term that it sounds like, and it can take place in normal, reduced gravity, basically anywhere where there's a gas-filled enclosure. Mm -hmm. And
0: and that's what we're talking about with base flex. Yes. Uh, We're pushing air in and out with the, it's like a big, um, like a diaphragm almost that That's would, a good it would push comparison, air yeah. in and out or bellows, like a, like bellows in a, uh, an accordion or, mm-hmm. you know, that you would fan a fire with. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. It's air in, air out, air in, air out, just over and over again with the beat of the music.
1: Mm-hmm. So if, uh, one of the examples, we have a great article on acoustic levitation. One of the examples we use in that is the example of the bell. If you, since sound is a vibration and it travels through a gas, a liquid, or a solid object, when you strike a bell, the bell vibrates in the air. And so as one side of the bell moves out, it pushes the air next to it. And it moves that air, increasing the pressure of the in that region. Hmm. And so this area of higher pressure is a compression. And as that side of the bell moves back in, it pulls the molecules apart and creates a lower pressure region. And we'll call that a rarefication. You've heard the term before, rarefied, mm-hmm. something or other. Sure. Yeah? And uh, so – as the bell keeps ringing and going back and forth, um, it's repeating this process. So it makes a series of compressions and rarifications. And this, uh, this repetition is called a wavelength of this sound wave. And that's why it looks so cool. That's why those bottles are floating
0: in time to the music because that's the compression rarefication. They're riding this wave. They're in yes. the middle of it. They're being pushed back and forth by that, right? They want Scott. to be pushed out, they want to be pulled yeah. in, they want to be pushed out, pulled mm-hmm. in, Scott, those bottles are better dancers than me, <laughs> and it kind of bothered me. <laughs> you know what you know what some of those videos that, that he does he has he has uh, you know like young girls lean in that have long hair, oh yeah, and, yeah, and the air and you wouldn't believe how how violent this looks you know that the hair pulls in and it pushes back out it's like it's like a strong, strong wind mm-hmm. against their hair now, maybe I don't know one of the one of the more dramatic examples of this. Was the phone book? Oh gosh! He yeah. has this thing that he does, and, and you won't see it. Uh, you won't believe it until you see it. Really, yeah. And you it's, have to look at this. It. Uh, yeah, it's not like any sort of sleight of hand. No, no. It's it's a it's really kind of a well. It's it's extension of what he, he has. Something that he also calls the CD challenge. I'll tell you about the phone book in a second. Yeah, yeah. The CD challenge is he has somebody hold. He builds these systems that have a a port in the back. It's a square. Um, looks almost like. Um, I don't know, Ben. What would you say? Like you could, you could put like a microwave in it. Sure, yeah. It's, it's that. It's, it's that little it's a, about the size of a bread box. Yeah, sure. Yeah. A shoe box or whatever. There we okay. go. Okay, it's a little. It's a little cubby, really. Yeah. And you open up the uh, the hatch to the vehicle, you know, the Escalade or whatever mm. it happens to be that you know this this is in a Tahoe or something. And uh, those vehicles, by the way, SUVs are are good for this because they've got so much space. Yeah. And, excellent um, point. He has all of the air from you know the, these these massive banks of subwoofers um exiting through this uh, through this one port at the back of the vehicle mm-hmm. and uh, so there's a lot it's a very violent windy area as you can imagine yeah. in, in this area from the sound of the SPL and um <laughs> he takes you know you can take a CD and you can hold it in front of this thing and first of all good luck holding on to that CD but if you can if you're strong enough to hold on to it it disintegrates in your hand to the point where it'll cut your thumbs and, and your finger when it when it falls apart. Wow. That's how strong this is, and, and try to break you know try to break a CD and figure out how strong that is. Mm-hmm. So um, you know just bend it in your hand and see how strong it is. So that'll give you an idea of the the wind force in this. What does he do with his phone book? This is this is incredible. Oh yeah, okay. So we, he takes a um,
1: he takes a phone book and he has the the sound system playing. It's active but he hasn't activated the bass at full blast, no. again, like the, like with the bottles. Which which he does with a wireless keyboard. By yes, the way. by the way. Yeah. yeah. That's he, uh, cool. Again, it is cutting edge, yeah. And you can go on his videos and check out all the stats and the specific um, configurations and components he's using. Mm-hmm. So he takes a phone book and he positions it inside this cubby, and then he has to I, – I watched this a couple of times. He keeps his hand on it. And first, I didn't figure out why that was, but it's because otherwise it will just fly out.
0: Yeah, we're talking about a like a four-inch-thick Yellow Pages phone book. Right. It's like a big phone
1: book. Right, the thing you might see wrestlers pretend to rip in half.
0: <laughs> you know that old book that's hanging around at your great-grandparents' house? Uh-huh. The what? <laughs> The yellow one. I'm kidding, Ben. Do you have a phone book? Yeah, we get one because everybody in the city gets one. I feel obligated. I I wouldn't get one if we didn't have to.
1: Yeah. So so he's holding it and then he turns on the base and then immediately, like that, it – Tears apart. Sure. Like parts of it start tattering like up. The f- and- like the
0: first 50 pages just get shredded. Yes. Yeah. It's an incredibly efficient air shredder. And, and he hangs it in there. He keeps it in there. He pulls mm. it out and shows you what's going on. And then he puts it back in and continues to just hit it with bursts of, of mm. air. Yeah. And it just destroys this phone book. It becomes this big ball, really, of yeah. like shredded Shreddings. paper. And it show- he shows you the ground. There's a million pieces of paper laying around him. It's mm-hmm. really it's it's un, it's like the most powerful leaf blower you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's what it amounts to, you know, blowing out of this hole. Yeah. It's really incredible. I mean, the, the the force that these things operate at, I can't imagine what that's got to feel like on your body, um, because I know people, you know, some of these videos that he has online, mm-hmm. um, people bail out. Some of them just can't take it. It's they true. they yeah. jump, you know, they grab their ears and they they wrestle to find the the door handle and they're out. They just can't they can't. Believe how he can put up with that kind of uh, the pressure on his. body. I have a hard time believing it. I I'm impressed, too. but I hope he's. I hope he's okay. Yeah, me too. Hon- honestly, really, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely the point where it would cause long term problems, and uh, yeah, I hope he, I hope he is taking care of that.
1: Now let's talk about. You said there are some sponsored. Teams, yeah, yeah, you know, it's
0: he's he's just kind of an individual that that Mm. does this and uses you know Rockford Fosgate and you know whoever else you know it'll be mentioned in the uh, the stats in the vehicle but um you know there's like Gorilla Audio which is like you know they make a certain type of subwoofer yeah Uh, there's Crutchfield Alpine Bose Kenwood Pioneer a lot of you know these big name. Companies put a lot of money into these show vehicles because it's uh, you know a, a sponsorship opportunity for them. They get Absolutely, the, they get the name out there in front of people at these events where they they measure decibel levels or they just mm-hmm. have you know wild custom cars. I'm sure everybody can picture the type of competition I'm talking about. You mm-hmm. pull a vehicle up to the stand, you, you crank up the, the you know the sound as loud as you can, you hit the bass, and then everybody applauds and says that's the best one. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a very square way to uh, <laughs> to uh, to to put that whole thing, but um, you know. Everybody can probably get an idea of what we're talking about here. Um, sure, th- these competitions are a good way for manufacturers to to uh, get their name out there in front of a, a large group of people and say, "Yeah, we we won that competition in Miami or mm-hmm. um, L.A. or wherever it happens to be." And um, you know, they may spend a lot of money on sponsorships like this because some of this equipment, quite frankly, it burns up it uh you know after yeah. just a matter of seconds it ignites it, it literally burns up and i would think they lose a lot of equipment that way
1: i would think they yeah i think it's very common mm-hmm. and also uh when when we're saying this uh i know it's funny i'm laughing because of your description of that and how you said it sounded square but i i don't think it does i think a lot of people would be surprised by um a how prevalent this how, how prevalent this sort of pursuit is and there is a huge appeal in sound systems now i I'm, i can't really speak to the appeal of sound systems across the world in cars but we do know that in the united states and and very much so in the south uh lar- like very robust car systems are somewhere between a uh, competition and a status symbol, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, they're a big deal. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're a big deal. Now, I am perhaps a bit foolish, Scott, but I had always assumed that it was more or less the same across the United States. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. now you're you've you've traveled Indiana, and Michigan. Have you have you also seen extreme sound systems in that area?
0: You know, I have, but it's it's far more sparse. Uh, mm-hmm. Just not nearly as common as it is down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that some of the uh, extreme like miami you're going to find a, a lot more of this than you'll even find here in atlanta mm-hmm. and probably i would guess in la i've traveled to la but i did, didn't really pay much attention at the time when i was there yeah uh, but i would guess that it's bigger out there as well um i don't know atlanta is still pretty big for aftermarket car audio and and systems like this you know the extreme systems that we're talking about it's it's definitely um, like you said a status symbol i think a lot of people you know will have a uh a ten thousand dollar car with a fifteen thousand dollar audio system. Ooh, you know, or, tell the truth. You know, it's or, true. Uh, you know, it's true. And yeah. and you know, a lot of people point out that you know that's uh, in these competitions, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them don't really care how the car looks. It's how it sounds. That's the uh, that's the point. Is that mm-hmm. you know that it doesn't matter because you know I'm going to turn this thing on. It's going to shake the uh, the driver's side mirror off, anyways. Yeah, Um, I don't care what it's like. You know, these things will break windows if you don't have it vented correctly. Absolutely. Um, There are videos online of of people turning on, um, you know, the the subwoofers, the bass, and there's so much vibration, so much movement that it'll Mm. it'll shatter windows inside the vehicle, just blow them right out. Mm. Um, Even in competition vans, they forget to vent them the correct way or whatever, and and they'll shatter um, the front windshield in the car. Um, it just it happens now, and this is this
1: is where we need to enter into something that I, I find fascinating, and it's that there have been moves to legislate uh, against types of sound systems or to set thresholds. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, for people who are aficionados and enthusiasts of extreme sound systems, this is seen as you know why? Why are you picking on me? right mm-hmm. um especially if let's say you're on your own property and the noise you're making is not injurious or it's not at a at a time like a lot of cities have a, an ordinance after which no loud noises can occur um so i i would have to ask you just your total opinion total speculation and i know i'm kind of blindsiding you here scott but uh what do you think do you think that there do you think that there should be any sort of legislation against this stuff
0: no i don't think legislation against it i think it's more of a common sense thing if you've got mm-hmm. your your stereo turned up so loud that your neighbor's windows are shaking mm-hmm. or if you're sharing a common wall with somebody in an apartment or a condo um, or if you have subwoofers that are on the ground and you can feel that in the next mm-hmm. apartment or next unit or whatever it is next to you um, just it, it's you know really just common courtesy yeah. Um, if you can't, just be courteous about it. Um, if you're going to do that in your car, I mean, you got to put up with it while you're at the red light. You know, well somebody's next to you doing that, that's fine. But um, I, I wouldn't want to be in a position where I couldn't get away from that if I had, if I wanted to. Sure. Um, so, like, if somebody's in their car and they're, they're driving. I'd let them do whatever they want to do, but if it's at a house or if it's at a, like I said, Mm -hmm. an apartment or condo or something where you have to be next door or you have to be, um, you know, you're trying to enjoy your backyard, sure, and it's so loud, it's it's painful. Right. Or um, you can't yeah. hear whomever you're exactly. talking to. Exactly. I'm not just talking about something that you find distasteful. Like let's say yeah. they're playing country music and you don't like country music <laughs> or they're playing rap music and you don't like rap music. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I mean if it's if it's disruptive. It's like it's 118 decibels. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If it's if it's that high then yeah, I think that something has to be done. But um legislation that's real tricky because you know where do you set that threshold? Right, that's that's my problem with the, the idea point? of
1: the the legislation. Like, I can understand. I'm I'm sort of in the camp of the if it's too loud or too old mm-hmm. kind of mentality. Yeah, I do understand. You know, health concerns. I do understand um, safety concerns. For instance, if mm-hmm. you're driving, some drivers are, let's say, easily distracted. You yeah. know,
0: or oblivious to sirens and and uh, you know medical emergency vehicles, things like sure. that. You know, they're unable to hear them. Approach.
1: On the other hand, most of the sound systems that you hear, most of the loud ones, are not near this level of, of noise.
0: No, this is pretty extreme.
1: Yeah, this about. is very extreme. These You're probably not going to be driving down the street and hear one of these. If you do, you'll probably just feel it as much as you hear it. Yeah,
0: exactly, because you won't be able to pick up. You'll you'll be able to hear, or you'll actually be able to feel it, or or yeah. it'll register on your vehicle. You'll be able to feel your car mm-hmm. shaking. Um, I felt that in the past. You know, like my my rearview mirror begins to vibrate a little yeah. bit. Um, you know, like what what is that? And which car? You can't even really tell where it's coming from, which vehicle. Sure. Um. So yeah, that that type of thing that uh eh, that kind of bugs me a little bit. But it, it I mean, like I said, you, you know, after that light turns green, mm-hmm. you're off on your own direction.
1: Well, here's here's my thing. Here's my take. I I don't think legislation is really appropriate because where can you find the cutoff? How can you do it fairly? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And there is some
0: legislation
1: already. You know yeah. there are noise ordinances, Just disturbing
0: the peace type things that right. happen. You know there's right. uh, ordinances, city ordinances yeah. that are that are against this. And um, yeah, sure. I mean, if, but, they, if they're already in place, what are you going to do? They're already there. But Scott, on the other hand.
1: These things are so cool. And you know I love seeing somebody get fixated on doing
0: something to the utmost degree. Sure, yeah. And that's what Steve does. He uh, he takes it right to the very top. The uh I, I'm gonna say like the ridiculous mm. top end. You know, he takes it to the uh the absurd ending. We're gonna get where, some, where it has, yeah. Exactly painful. Yeah, we're gonna get some listener mail about this one, I know, mm-hmm. and
1: we're gonna get it in two camps. We're gonna get people who hate very loud sound systems Mm -hmm. and we're going to get people who are very proud of the sound system that they have built sure and i
0: fully expect both of these because i i don't know i'm somewhere in the middle i don't know i I, it's not that i hate them but like i said i'd be kind of upset if i couldn't get away from that and i had to hear it all the time
1: sure which
0: is why it's in a car (laughs) but it (laughs) is but it is pretty cool
1: yeah so we want to hear from uh both sides of the fence on this because we'd be very interested to see your take on it you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter you can always give drop us a line or give us a suggestion for an upcoming episode
0: at car stuff at howstuffworks.com be sure to check out our new video podcast stuff from the future join howstuffworks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow